Hiya, and welcome to another edition of The Jewel Case with me, John Darcy, and I have some special guests with me today. Well, actually, I'm with them because I'm in their little office. It's so nice. We are pre-recording. I hope you're listening to us on either Lisburn's 98 FM, uh, FM 105 in Downpatrick, or Bangor FM, or maybe you're listening again online afterwards. Fair play to you. I'm with some friends today, but also they're, uh, they're, they're part of a new band and they've just launched their first single called The Dark. I'll get them to talk about it in a little second, but I'll have to introduce everyone here. The band is called Beauty Sleep and with me I have uh, bassist Amy Williamson. Say hi, Amy. Hello. Keyboard player Shailene Murphy. Hey. <laughs> Shailene, you look so excited. I'm really excited. I've never heard you speak on the radio before and you sound so radio. It's great. Thanks for I that. mean, I have heard you. I have listened to all of your your podcasts, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to listen to them all after we finish recording yeah, okay. today. Uh, and finally, last but not least, guitarist Ryan McGrorty. Hello. You may recognise Ryan because he was a guest on an early episode of you the Jewel Case. You can't get me out of here, really. I'm I know. Infiltrat- infiltrating your show. The fee's getting larger each time, which is quite <laughs> worrying. And if you want to go and listen to again to Ryan's episode where he came in and we talked about music that was released the year he was born, 1991, uh, you can listen at com or just search The Jewel Case on iTunes. I don't care how you do it. So, you guys have been really busy. You've been birthed into the world in the last few weeks and you're hype machining and you're on all the blogs and everyone's loving the new song. Tell me a little bit about the new track just to start with. Um, The new single is called The Dark and it's the first thing we've ever got to release so it was really exciting. You know, you only really get one chance to make that sort of first hello, I guess, and we, we thought we'll go with that. It's a pretty good indication of what we're like. I've heard a couple of the other tracks and um, this one is definitely like a first single candidate. It's, you know, it's got a great vibe whenever it comes in and the bass line's pretty sweet and then the guitar riff's really catchy. I'm gushing, I'm gushing. But you know what? <laughs> Will we actually just listen to it? Yeah, yeah. why not? Yeah, let, why let, not? let's hear yeah. it. Let's play it.
So that was The Dark by uh, Belfast's hottest new band, Beauty Sleep. I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> Please do. Yeah, you are great. listening to The Jewel Case with me, John Darcy, and I do have in my pleasant company today, Beauty Sleep. I did say that they're not with me, I'm with them, because I'm actually in their office. A uh, couple of members of the band have just moved into a new office space in the OEM oh yeah Music Centre. And it's actually used to belong to Duke Special. So there's some remnants of his career, like gramophones and gold disc records and big, big fake pianos on the walls. Uh, but you guys have brought in all your sweet, nice guitars and everything. There's a piano here, there's synthesizers. And it's really lovely, warm and cosy. So how, how did this all, all happen? How, how did you set up this office space? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. We just asked them, actually. <laughs> I think that's all that we did. Yeah, I think in our head, it was like this really, you know, huge uh, undertaking. And we've been talking with our friend Kitty Richardson. He might know us, Goldie Fawn, as well. Shout um, out, Kitty. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Kitty. We love you. <laughs> and I don't know, for a long time, we really wanted a space to be kind of creative in and to do things in because I guess it can be very... Uh, unstimulating at home or you know you're annoying everybody because you're blasting bass lines in the house or whatever it is so okay, uh, so let's rewind previous <laughs> to you getting the office space and I have been around your house a lot of the time you have sort of like a loft room in your house and it's a terrace house the bird's nest um, yeah. the rest of the house is plagued with your bass lines yes basically. our housemates are our biggest and least biggest fans I suppose they've heard all of the demos and all of the rough takes the next one mix at two, really loud three, at 3am um, yeah. Yeah, um, no, they're very good to us. But that's where we recorded The Dark, actually, and most of the other songs that we've recorded so far, um, which was good. But it's nice to get out of the house as well, you know. It's nice to have a new home for us to, you know, come in and, and work on Beauty Sleep stuff. And it's nice that we have certainly a lot of production elements kind of here. So it means we can be quite immediate and, I guess, reactionary to, like, when we write new songs, we can have a finished production in two days or whatever if we if we work on it. Um and you, you work on so many projects. Like people might know Ryan and Shailene from The Wonder Villains, and people might also know Ryan from playing in A Bad Cavalier or playing with B McSee, playing guitar in loads of projects in and around Northern Ireland. And Shailene, people might know you from the Go Girl Movement. Go Girl Movement. And Amy, you play in a lot of bands too. Yeah, I play in another wee band called Little Nettie Goes to War. Shout out Little Nettie, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a real like hard rock band. So. Yeah, we're a lot heavier than Beauty Sleep. Yeah, yeah. they're very scary. <laughs> very. We're very scared of them. <laughs> no, no, they're lovely. <laughs> How do you find playing bass in a more sort of dream pop band versus, I, I, I think a lot of your other projects you've been working on are more sort of hard rock and heavier music. Yeah, yeah. It's, I don't know, they're both so much fun and they're both so different that it's just totally different energies with both of them and it's just, I don't know. Well, you have a bit of an origin story. You're like a superhero trio. Like people are, people love the Avengers and all, all the DC comics and all these people getting together. Together, but you have your own superhero band, supergroup origin story. So fill in our listeners to how you all met for the first time. It's, it's a bit rude, but it was fun. It was. It's a bit, it's a bit on PC, but it's good. Well, I think it was. Um, well, me and Shady went to a house party, and we just played this dreadful, dreadful gig in Belfast. And we, I don't know. I guess we were, we were a bit low, and uh, we thought, "I'll go and see some of our friends." And We've been really thinking a lot of the time about starting this new project together and, and doing something. And like every day, we just be talking about what should it be like, or what kind of what color should it be, what sound should it be like, you know, like all those sorts of abstract. high concept. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
conceptual. Start with the colours and then it goes. Like, yeah. yeah. And then and then what I don't know what happened then. Um well like we can pass pass around the room. I think well we went to the party and we met Amy at some stage of the party. The party in my head was a blur of um there were puppies running around. Yeah. And then Amy and then talking to some guy about Doctor Who and Beyonce, which is a great conversation. Pretty standard. Um and then doing fridge magnets uh crosswords on the wall on the on the wall on the on the fridge fridge magnet crosswords yeah so we and that's kind of amy came in and started helping us out fill out the crossword because we had a particular theme for the crossword yeah which was very rude words <laughs> you kind of came in and uh, added filthier words like some of which i never even heard before yeah so we sort know, of you thought, surprised us you brought we a new lexicon pretty- amy oh yeah yeah, it was pretty tame and then Amy came and it was just like what about this one and this one and we're like whoa it was good and we knew right then that Amy was perfect for the um, what was your take on meeting these these pair for the first time Did had you heard of the Wonder Villains and were you aware of what they were up to yes I actually have a pretty funny story I think I've told you guys this I'm not entirely sure but Ooh, sure I'll spill fun. the beans now cool. I remember seeing you guys here I hadn't even moved to Belfast yet and you were playing in the OES Centre I think you were supporting Ash and I remember standing seeing you guys play and then I was like oh these guys are lethal <laughs> oh and then like it's all like floating about afterwards and I actually I caught Emer, you know like around the bar kind of area and I remember just going up there and being all like oh my goodness you're so amazing oh blah 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 so yeah Kind of embarrassing now, I guess. That and fan has turned into collaborator now. Exactly, I can't <laughs> believe my luck. Yeah. <laughs> and now, now that you've actually met them and started working with them, has that perception changed? <laughs> yes, completely. <laughs> Two Italians. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, th- this is interesting because we sort of gloss over that and say, oh yeah, then we met Amy and then she was in the bath and everything yeah, happy, happily true. ever after. What was actually the process? I'm interested in this. Was this sort of like a courtship? Was there little, like text messages? It like, wasn't were you trying to sort of like that, yeah. play it cool, not be too keen to start with? Well, yes. Me and you got back home after the yeah. party, I remember. And, you know, we were a little bit, heads were a little bit fuzzy and we, we got into bed. And then in the morning, I just remember we both said, Gotta get Amy for the band, you know, like really, like she's the one, definitely. Yeah. You know, we you had need both to have not her. talked about it, but then I think Ryan said, "Hey, that girl Amy was really cool. Maybe she could be there." I was like, "Yes, I was thinking yeah, that so yeah. hard as well." <laughs> so that was really cool. And then, but then, like we hadn't met her before, and we had no idea where she lived or came from or did anything. Yeah, we so, needed to track it on. Um, yeah. But then, and she had mentioned that she was in Little Nettie. Was our only link. The mystery, ah. but then when Go Girl started up, and the first meeting of Go Girl was in my house or in our house, yeah. and I invited everyone around to just talk and like decide we could should do something together. And I invited Amy, like found her on Facebook and invited her, and then she was like, "Yeah, I'll definitely come." And I was like, "Oh, Amy's coming to the meeting, and we get to say hello to her." <laughs> and she was actually the first one there. She was like fifteen minutes early, and it was like great. It was very exciting. <laughs> That's kind of how we met. Yeah, properly. Yeah. And then I can't remember when we asked you to be in the band, actually, but I think feel like it just, just naturally yeah. happened. I just remember getting sent a load of. Music. Demos, and oh, then yeah. I was like, oh my goodness. Ah, so some of the songs had been written and slightly demoed at this stage. Yeah, some yeah. rough demos. <laughs> yeah, I think we had it in our head, like, what we should do, like, me and Shailene had in our head that we should, we'll get, like, three songs together that sound amazing, and then, you know, Amy can't say no sort of thing. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, rather than just sort of going, oh, I don't know what we'll do, or, oh, we'll have a practice, but we don't really have any songs, we thought we'll just put in a bit of work that kind of gets some sort of, you know, vibe or idea or whatever across. Um, 
so I remember actually being quite nervous sending an email. It's just weird yeah. when you like, or it, it's, it totally is the courtship thing of like, oh, I hope they like it. I hope they like me. I hope they want to do this. You know, mm. it's very odd. And then yeah, how did and you... we cooked you dinner a couple of times as well. Yeah. Like come around and like, we'll cook you a dinner and we'll hang Wine out. Wine and dine and me. Like... Yeah. <laughs> it was a beautiful, beautiful moment in our friendship. <laughs> this must have been so nice to just get all this tension from... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and um, when when was the first was there a practice then that followed or was it straight into sort of recording because the bands I mean there's the three of you are the core of the band but for live shows there's going to be an additional drummer now so when Amy came in was it sort of straight into playing on recordings or was there live practices how did it all work I think well we also sent those tracks we sent Amy to a guy called Richard Vandenbos that uh, I play in a band called The Bad Cavalier with um, so he i just never seen anyone drum like him before I was like wow I can't program that that's amazing so he has to be a part of it shout um, out Richard because he's amazing shout out Richard because yeah. you're amazing Woo. he is fantastic um, so then we thought We'll have a practice. They learn the songs. We practice again in the OES Centre, which has kind of become home for a lot of things that have happened in this band, I guess. But uh, yeah, yeah, so he showed up and it, it was, I, th- I think he called out me and Sheridan because we were just both so like, so excited and like, you know, like smiling and being like, oh, that was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is amazing. Oh, cool, cool. Like just so hyper, you know, uh, our personalities Giggly, yeah. and giggling. And, and he just was like, he's are loving this. He's are like two kids on Christmas because he, you're finally getting the, do this thing you've clearly been thinking about a lot so yeah and um, we had Amy and Richard there and both yeah. of them were class and it was loads of fun and they were awesome and totally got it so it was really great and then I suppose we played that a couple of practices and then it was a slow enough process I guess and I think it was more because we didn't really know what we wanted to do we weren't really too concerned about playing live shows I think it was more about having a I guess a whole aesthetic and a whole sort of thing that we could um, you know, draw from and you know, release songs and just create opportunities I guess but it took us a while to get there, and I do remember, you know, we we'd taken like five or six photo shoots and not played a gig and only practiced three times or something. Yeah. And being like, <laughs> well, I'm I'm going to call you up on that. So whenever you launched the band, I had I had been aware of some like photo shoots happening, video shoots even before the band was actually <laughs> thrown out into the Twitter sphere and the blogosphere. So you were working with some interesting artists. Maybe maybe we'll get stuck into that later. But just to talk about for now, you were clearly interested in crafting the image of the band and so that people would know what it was and how it made sense that there's a name, there's a couple of members, there's a sound and there's an image that all goes along with it. How did that all develop? I think actually, because we were talking, we did all of us have like talked about it so much more than anything at the start rather than practices or demos and recording we just literally talk about what we wanted to do and I think especially with working so much with Go Girl around the time that that was happening as well and meeting so many cool artists um, and bloggers and just like cool people who are very like visually aware um, and then again finding a few bands who are really amazing on Instagram and we're very visually aware and it just kind of became a part of the conversation and I don't think we talked thought about it too much we just started reaching out to artists to do stuff and it felt really fun because they were like the first people to react to the songs you know we hadn't really let anyone hear them we we're like here's a demo could you like maybe do something on this vibe and they would come back with like yeah that sounds great we could do this crazy thing in a bath or this crazy thing on like um like in this fake bed and it was really fun because it was like collaborating with someone and getting to see other people's perceptions of the music kind of and it was nice I think it was a really uh, fun thing, but we did have a moment at this 
after the last photo shoot of like, God, we've done so many photo shoots and <laughs> not one gig. What are we at? <laughs> but all the photo shoots have led to what is now an amazing Instagram account. Uh, I know, <laughs> uh, which, which is which the dream. I know that you're, you're managing yourself daily. What is the Instagram handle so that people oh can check God, this out? Please follow us on Instagram. This would be so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> I love Instagram. No, it's... um. Oh, I can't remember now. Beauty Sleep Music is what it is. Beauty Sleep Music. Beauty Sleep Music. And obviously people can find you on Facebook and Twitter if they search mm-hmm. Beauty Sleep. So you have all this amazing social media presence. When does the actual single come out? The single comes out uh, on the 19th of February and you can stream it on SoundCloud at the minute. And then we get to play our first show on the 26th of February in Belfast. Oh, wow. And how excited are you for playing that show finally getting out of the house (laughs) so excited I cannot wait there's a couple other bands on the bill who people might be interested in too I believe like a a reformation of a pretty big deal sort of band well the main support is a band called Franklin which uh, are the the boys from Blahy General Fiasco and their new sort of rock band incarnation and so this is also sort of the first time to see these yeah I don't yeah. know if it's their first ever gig is it their first ever gig I, I, yeah I think it is and it's it's strange because well you know they they took the Wonder Villains on like our first tour and they kind of showed us how you be a band and stuff and how you go on tour and how you do that and how you, you know we had no idea what that would look like and I guess we kind of got to experience that with them so it just as chance would have it, I mean, we've remained friends and collaborated a little bit in different projects in the years. Um, but, you know, I guess I, I met Enda from the band on like the 212 to Terry one day and he said, oh, we're working on this. And then I think we were just, you know, aware of each other. And then I felt like, you know, why don't we just do this show together? This could be really interesting and maybe interesting from people that you know, have some sort of uh, vested interest in our previous incarnations. So... So it's 26th of February, if I got that right? Yeah, yes. yeah. In the bar sub of the Queen Student Union bar in Belfast. Bar sub Queen Student Union. It is us and Franklin and a band from Derry called Strength as well, who are fairly new in the scene, but are crazy. I saw them play about two weeks ago and one of them did a handstand on stage. Oh, wow. And so it was incredible. <laughs> so they've upped the game for stage moves. So... Like that's just just FYI. Well, you have a keytar, so you, maybe you could do a keyboard handstand. A hand keyboard stand. handstand. I don't know if I could do it. I'm just gonna leave that to the pros. I'll leave that to them. Well, we, we're talking about origins there, and your link back to Gemma Fiasco. So you, you two, Ryan and Shailene, originally met through the Wonder Villains. Yes. Is that, yeah. is that how, do you know each other Ish. slightly before? or Yeah, kind of because Derry's a small place and we went to the same school and Ryan was like best friends with my older brother. But Yeah, it was just bizarre. We were but... young, well, I, I was young enough certainly to like not hang out with any of my older brother's friends because that's not cool. Do you know, like no, I don't talk right. to my older he brother. Would, he would not allow, allow no, you to yeah, do like that No, yeah, like that would be embarrassing or whatever. So <laughs> yeah. I knew of him and I think like I'd seen him in the house a couple of times but I never really talked to him much. And um, But then he knew Kieran so much better and then I'd known Kieran through Wonder Villains and... When he joined the band, it was all like, yeah. So you were sort of brought into the Wonder Villains after the the two girls started initially? Well, I think the, the reason Beauty Sleep has been exciting and maybe slightly stressful and nerve-wracking for me is because I've always been like 
I don't want to say the ringer because I'm not sure my talents are that good, but I'm always brought in, you know, like, like yes. the, a band is sort of conceived and, and does some stuff. And then I kind of get, you know, there's a big red phone in the office that goes off and I answer it and it's a, a band looking for a guitar player. That's kind of what it's been like in my head, obviously. But um, for every band or anything I've ever done, it's kind of been like that. So I've never actually started something. Um, so I definitely wanted to address that this year and with this band. But uh, yeah, I guess that's how we met and that's... Yeah. And we, like, that was a long time ago now. I guess that was five or six years ago. That's crazy. I was still in school when we met, which is mental now. Yeah. So you've grown up through music We've grown together, up through music really. and we've learned how to tour together and write songs better together and uh, do every, all, all of the band stuff together, which is really has been really, really fun. Um, and same with all the Wonder Villains lads and ladies there. And what is it like now launching a band after uh, getting a lot of attention with Wonder Villains, obviously still getting attention with Wonder Villains. What is it like then starting from scratch with a sort of a new name and a new project? How are you finding that transition? It's just slightly nerve-wracking, <laughs> but otherwise really fun. Like, um, I, yeah, I don't know. It seems quite natural again just because of the way that we'd been talking about it for so long beforehand. But it is always scary when you tell people what you're up to and you're like, hey, look, we're doing this thing, please like it or don't hate us for it or um but it seems it seems nice natural enough it definitely feel like it was totally inspired by go girl and belfast and and just you know i think for me knowing that there was sort of a hub of really creative and really uh ambitious people kind of it really sort of helped because it was it, it made everything fresh again and it didn't really feel like oh we're just starting another band and like we i think we really cared about it i guess it's that that when you care about something so much you're always a little bit you know, uh, apprehensive to share it, or maybe not apprehensive, but you're you're just not sure what people will think, or if uh, if it's cool, or you, you should be doing it, and that, I don't know. Um, Can be quite vulnerable. What will the critics say? Yeah. And now that we've done that, I don't think we really care anymore. So it's yeah, like a great no, it's freedom like, yes, now. We can do anything. And, yeah. Yeah, can't wait you know. to play the gig. That's the next thing that I'm a little nervous about, but it should be really fun. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you're practicing hard then. At the yes. <laughs> yes. Is there any tricky so, passages you still have to work out, or? The newest things, just yeah. oh, there's new songs. We wrote oh, yes. two new songs last weekend, and then so we've been trying to figure out whether or not we're going to play them. I think we're going to play at least one of them, definitely. <laughs> well, I mean, they're all new. Oh, to they're the audience. all new to everyone. Sure. Yes, they're apart all from your housemates. New. Apart from our housemates. Uh. <laughs> I love them. Well, we've got the we've got the Ryan and Shailene story from how they met through the Wonder Villains, Amy. How did you get into music originally? Um, your instrument is bass. Was it always that? And what got you into rock music and playing shows and different things like that? I guess I take all my influences from my big brother and sister. Like, they were always into, like, really cool music. And they're a lot older than me. Like, I think I was a bit of an accident. But, like... <laughs> <laughs> we all heard it here first. Don't have to edit that out. That's, no, no. It's okay. perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so you had you're the baby of the family, and yeah. you were sort of passed down all the old records, I guess. Yeah, all all the tunes and all. Um, and then I guess my big brother Mark um, was always playing bass in bands and stuff, and and he encouraged me to get a bass, and so I've been playing bass since I was about eleven, eleven or so. And then I think he kind of he taught me the basics, and then and then he moved out. Uh, so I had to teach myself. And people might know your brother from... He was in a band that I loved when I was a teenager called Element. 
Yeah. I mean, I'm, te- I'm telling you as though you don't know Element. <laughs> they were great. Uh, but they were sort of like a post-hardcore emo sort of band. Um, and they were one of the best bands in Belfast at the time. And one of the first rock gigs I went to when I was like, ooh, 14 or 15 was in the front page. And Element were like headlining it. And they were great. And I got all of the little local music compilations that Element were on and like got really nerdy about them. And then eventually got to see them support someone actually someone pretty big, like, not Block Party, but someone someone pretty, like, big, like a big NME band. So they, they were supporting them in the Ulster Hall. Uh, but then Element obviously fell apart, and what ro- rose from the ashes, pardon the pun, was in Case of Fire. And so you... You like that song. So you were watching your big brother sort of be, like, a local rock star for a long time? Yeah, pretty much. And then that's just all I ever wanted to do as well. And kinda, what was the first band you were in? Literally, Little Nettie Goes to War, pretty okay. much. Um, oh, actually, I'd played, I'd played with my friend Ryan O'Neill and Dermot Hickson and Grace Lee Cock in um, kind of like a little project before that. Um, and Ryan and Grace are in Little Nettie? No, Grace is, though. Okay. Um, so then after that, it was um, Grace and Liam um, had asked me to come and play bass with them in this new band. And then... Yeah, I was doing that, and then we brought Emma Gallagher from Mega Monsters in to sing with us. So I love this that. rock tree that's developing because I think I knew Grace originally from Angel Fall with Shauna Toehill and yeah. bands like that, and Ryan obviously from Dutch Schultz and yeah. loads of other bands and from working <laughs> in the OES Center. So it's all it's all filling up in my head all this spreadsheet of who's <laughs> in what band. I love it. Should we make a like, diagram yeah, for the wall like, of the OES like Center? Like an OES Center family tree. I was going to say that. <laughs> yes. Uh, what would your what would be your influences musically, Amy? Is there any bass players that you try to emulate? Yes. Um. I think my first little bass obsession was um. Jeff Ament from Pearl Jam. Oh wow! <laughs> wow. Uh, my room used to be covered in posters. Like that's amazing. Great, like he's great. Yeah. Is there anyone currently you're listening to, you're looking at, and thinking, oh yeah, they're they're pretty on point right now. Everything, everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, their bassist Jeremy is lethal. He's so good. Like, so I've been just trying to kind of like emulate his kind of vibes, I guess, at the minute. I don't know. And what about the band in general? Who are you all listening to right now? I always deep dive into the past and forget to talk about the present. Oh, who are oh, you actually, listening to right now? Uh, I have another not told story. I think we... Uh, <laughs> Avoid the question, go. <laughs> well, it's sort of relevant. I think when we, in our period of trying to uh, woo Amy, I guess, uh, I de- we definitely creeps on your Spotify profile to see what you're That's listening right, to. I forgot about that. <laughs> and then all the bands it was like wow I have uh, so much like we love that stuff so it felt like a really nice match that's um, right we it's the power of the internet so it's sorry. like <laughs> no it's cool I actually remember seeing like because I had followed you guys on Spotify as well like shortly after that and I remember seeing that you were listening to my playlist and being all like oh <laughs> interesting oh guys you couldn't even go into incognito or private sessions no no, no, no. To totally <laughs> terrible private investigators yeah. and also on the uh, topic of internet stalking there's a really adorable photo of Amy playing bass when she was like 11 or 12 on her Instagram that I had like you should just check out if you're going to stalk any of us on Instagram during my flight <laughs> that's great yeah 
Internet's a scary place. Yeah, um. I love I love this. This is we're totally now in the internet age when bands are uh, recruiting each other via their Spotify playlists. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> yeah. uh, Amy, are you happy to know that your music taste has been vetted and you were still okay, good to go? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> pretty pleased about that. Because a lot of people, I guess, that you, you know, oh yeah, we'll get them in the play bass in our band, and then five months down the line, they realize. Oh no, they like really naff music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's the way forward, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'd rather I'm that than like, you know, you'd see in the car, maybe like a, sorry, maybe a dodgy like Reef CD or something. And you'd be like, whoa, I don't know. It's, it's going to be bad. Wait, are you talking about my car? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, you have impeccable taste. So it's. Thanks. So you totally avoided the question. We yeah. got sidetracked. All oh, right. Yeah. Who are you listening to right now? Ooh. Um, we were all really enjoying, I'm trying to think what the last thing we were all listening to was. Tim Impala was getting yes. a good run oh, yeah. out there at the end of last year. That, Some that really... song, Less I Know The Better, is such mm. a tune. Such God. a tune. God. We saw the the video, I think, where I showed me, and I was just like so obsessed with it. I watched it for like every day for like three days. Just like, oh, the video oh, is amazing. So perfect. Speaking I, of bass lines as well. Yes. Cool. Such a good bass line. Yeah. <laughs> I think it actually must have really... I uh, had a few people because I remember I, I work in the line a little, a little bit as well and like whatever Turing band was in the tech just like you know he set up like the big 8x10 cabinet and the nice head and got the bass and he just like looked around and went dung 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 you know just like you know <laughs> line checking and I was like oh cool right I love the video particularly because there's a gorilla playing basketball in it. Yes. And obviously, as you, as you all know, my basketball is my secret passion, but yeah. I do not keep so much of a secret. That's amazing. Great. But, I uh, was really hoping at the end of that sentence, you're going to say, as you all know, basketball is my passion, as are gorillas. Bringing it all together. <laughs> I just love if you had photos of gorillas all around your house and like little things, like little teddies. And... It's a little bit weird. A little bit <laughs> it weird. is a bit weird. Yeah. But it's fine. Don't I suppose it's like. no weirder than having photos of basketball players around the house. <laughs> no, it's no weirder. No. Embrace the gorillas. Gorilla action figures saying. and stuff. Let's let's do a deep dive on some gorilla videos on YouTube <laughs> after this interview. We'll okay. go ape, hey? hey. <laughs> I think we've got one band that we've been listening to so far. Um out oh, yeah. but yeah. Um, Dreamwife, me and yes. Amy are really obsessed. You're you're pretty obsessed as well, but me yeah. and Amy are you're leading the Instagram charge. stalking them. Really yeah. obsessed with Dreamwife at the moment. So hard, it's um, great. And they only have one song out, but it's great. It's a great song. Mm-hmm. I'd highly recommend listening to it. Yeah. What's the name of it? Dreamwife. Oh no, the song. All oh, right. <laughs> like I've said it like Believe. three times, John. <laughs> no, the song's <laughs> called Believe, and it's very very good. Tiny taste of Dream Wife Believe, one of Shane and Amy's favourites at the minute. Are you going to maybe, as a band, put together like a little Spotify playlist so people can stalk your influences? Yes! Yeah, we were actually talking about this yesterday, thinking we should do our own like 
don't know what we'll call it, but sort of like beauty sleep playlist every month of what we're kind of getting down to. Do you um, think we'll maybe get loads of subscribers of people looking for like chilled out music to sleep to? Oh <laughs> you know, Searching probably. for sleep. And, yeah. yeah. And, just and they're just getting of, like, killer bass lines. Yeah, killer uh, <laughs> This isn't going to work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that could be confusing. Um, but, but we could start selling beauty sleep, uh, you know, night masks. And yeah. maybe if people get confused in the future and they come to our merch store, at least they can get, you know, kind of what they need. So. Yeah. <laughs> Because I'll be the... wandering around Barstop looking for night cream. Going. <laughs> <laughs> I heard there was beauty sleep here. Yeah, yeah. This is the tricky thing about picking your band name because now the way people find things is through Google and if there's so many bands with pun names. Yeah. And, which if uh, you Google them, like you'll just find some like historical figure or celebrity or like hemorrhoid cream or something. Um, <laughs> and you guys, if you can Google. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys are getting Googled, like people might just find out tips for, uh, you know, getting a good night's rest. It's really nice. You Google us, especially in the images, and it's just like loads of lovely people and like pillows smiling, their eyes closed. And on the Instagram hashtag, it's mostly of like puppies and cats sleeping, which I've been enjoying hugely. I'm okay with that. Yeah. That's so fine. it's just people. Yeah, it's good. This is actually extending into your marketing platform then. Yeah, I'm, I'm worried I've said Instagram too much on this whole no, thing. You're fine. <laughs> I'm really not that obsessed. Sure. Um, <laughs> what about Snapchat? Is there a beauty sleep Snapchat oh, we can follow? Oh, should we do that? We oh, should. definitely. Oh my God, I just discovered Snapchat recently, personally, and it was very fun. Yeah, I mean, your phone is, uh, you know, how it can do that thing with all the amazing Snapchat new the filters. The video things where you like yeah. book rainbows and... Like, oh, the booking rainbow is yeah. my favourite Snapchat. Well, see, I, that was way before my time, but I suppose that's the culturally cultural I can reference that people would understand what I mean. Those videos. But, uh, well, uh, the problem I find is that as um, a male of 27-year-old, uh, people think that, you know, I shouldn't have Snapchat. They think what? that I'm a bit too old for it. Like, anytime I'm talking people? to any... People my age. <laughs> Don't know any. You give us their names, we'll go out of their house and beat them up for you, John. Anytime I talk do. to anyone over the age of about, you know, 23 or 24, uh, they think Snapchat, you know, is either for teenagers or perverts. No! So perverts? The, uh, I think... I think, though, I think, though, that it's a really amazing medium for artists... Um, well, obviously celebrities um, for, you know, sharing their lives because that's the idea of celebrity. But for artists especially to do creative Snapchats and share instantly with all their followers because it's just like Twitter or Instagram or any of these medium, but uh, it, it just has video and has these weird filters. You can just get creative with it. That's amazing. You're blowing my mind. I didn't know you could, that celebrities had Instagram, not Instagram, Snapchat. Instagram. Jeez. Instagram. <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> ah, no, do you but need I didn't a PR know person? <laughs> I didn't know they had Snapchat. I, Cause I actually, this is embarrassing. I, can't figure out how to follow people on Snapchat because it only lets me follow the people I have their phone numbers for and Jenny, I only have like talk. five people on my phone because I've got a new phone so we need to talk after this yeah I'm really excited to follow celebrities on Snapchat so okay after this we'll set up a beauty sleep Snapchat yeah and I'll share that in the little description. Oh my god, it's all exciting. Exciting. <laughs> all right. Okay, great. Uh, you are listening to The Jewel Case. We are doing a deep dive. It's me, John Darcy, joined with the new band, Beauty Sleep. Uh, we just played their first single at the start of the show. If you missed it, um, maybe, is it cheeky if I play it again at the end? Do it, John Peel. Do it. Can I do it, John Peel, and play <laughs> it, it twice? so great, I'm yes. going to play it again. I think I'm going to do that. You know, listen through to the end of the show and you hear Beauty Sleep's new single, The Dark. For the second time. Oh Amazing. my god! How exciting. This is awesome. On the air. Yeah. And they're launching the single. When are you launching it again? 
19th of February is when it is released online on iTunes and Spotify and everything. And February 26th is our first gig in Bar Sub in Queen's Student Union, which is very exciting. Please come. I'm very excited to play the show. I'll be there. Yay! What about the artwork? (laughs) Is it artwork for the single? Is there artwork for the single? There is artwork for the single. Um... Yeah, uh, it's amazing actually. We've been so lucky to work with so many cool artists. Where did uh, you find these artists? I know, I'm going to say it again, <laughs> I don't want to. Instagram. I found the artist who did the single cover for The Dark on Instagram. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm on there all the time. <laughs> um, no, this girl called Maisie Cousins, who's just this amazing artist from, like she lives in London. I'm, I'm not sure where she's from, but she lives in London. And uh, I really liked all of her Instagram photos. And she also, connecting all the dots here of my Instagram stalking life, uh, did a, did the video for Dream Wife Believes. So, um, wow, okay. Uh, she did a post on Instagram saying, I want to work with more musicians and I gave her email address out. So I just like emailed her really early on in the demoing stage and said, here, we're a band, we'd love some artwork. And she was like, yeah, and sent us like, a whole wreck of amazing images that she did for us, which was just um, unbelievable. And they're so beautiful and we're so happy with them. So she's a star. We love Maisie Cousins. Maisie Cousins is her name, in case I haven't said it yet. And one of Maisie's photos is going to be the artwork then for The Dark. Yes. Um, It's just like a beautiful photo. Weirdly of like, well, not weirdly, it's like of like a bath scene with lots of flowers and like lovely things in it. Um, It just looks gorgeous. But weirdly, another artist we worked with, similarly, we sent her a demo and said, like, you know, you can do what you want, um, did a bath-themed photo shoot. So, so I think now we're we can... all b- sleeping in the bath? Is yeah, that what we're I getting? feel like what we can take from this is that the song sounds like a really nice bath. Maybe so... you should have called it Beauty Bath Beauty as bath. the band. I'm hoping for, like, a lush... Uh, endorsement partnership yeah. someday. I'm, I'm a huge. Anyone that knows me knows that I love baths. So I, you know, if that could be the dream goal, I mean, it's shifted. You know, the dream goal since I was 14. Now I just want to have bath stuff for free, but that's okay. Thanks. So uh, any company supplying bath bombs, and there are other companies available. If you want to get in touch with Beauty Sleep, they are accepting endorsement yeah. offers. Any requests? Is, Absolutely. You know, <laughs> So you you said you've worked with Maisie and actually I had heard of Maisie Cousins but also vicariously through some of the other Instagram artists like Petra Collins and this whole sort of young feminist uh, photographer movement that's happening primarily centrally on Instagram, slightly on Snapchat as well. Um, Is this a big influence on you right now? Because obviously you're massive into movements and feminism through the Go Girl movement. Yes. Absolutely. No, I know that's all like it is already ties together with um, a lot of Go Girls at the time. And I found all of Petra Collins um, and I found Maisie through Petra Collins and Dream Wife and all of that from the really cool feminist photographer friends I have here in Belfast and how much they loved posting about them. I think Zoe Harkin, Wild Eliza, I think is her uh, pseudonym. Um, she's really big into that and after a long conversation with her and her showing me all of those uh, people I was so into it and it's kind of the same idea you know they all get together and support each other and share ideas and that's really cool and that's kind of what Go Girl's about and a lot of what we want Beauty Sleep to be about with anyone that gets involved in it musically or artistically and or comes to gigs or whatever so So if listeners haven't heard anything about Go Girl what is Go Girl? <laughs> oh, that's the million dollar question. Um, <laughs> Go Girl is basically a creative women's collective in Northern Ireland. So um, it's just a bunch of 
women who are professional creatives, um, self-employed creatives and part-time creatives, musicians, artists, bloggers, writers, uh, dancers and actors, a couple of them, which is very exciting, just get together and like get to know each other and support each other and collaborate with each other is something that we try and do a lot. Um, so it's been really, really fun. I've made a gazillion new friends through it and also done a couple of ridiculous projects that I don't think I'd ever would have done if I hadn't met all these ridiculous people and it's really wonderful. We could all live like Europeans A topless life of braless freedom That would be an awesome feeling But in this country we're still dreaming The law says we can show a little It draws a line at the glorious nipple So our courage helps us to battle on As we take to the stage with tassels on They're nice to play with They're nice to hold They're nice to lick at so why are they bold? They're small and perky Or big and round It's good standing up Even better laying down But ever since I thought from my my attitude towards them has been ruined. They're never allowed to make an appearance. That's hardly a welcoming experience. Bruce, we love them. so funny when they And you were sort of centrally involved in getting this because it's not it's not a company or it's not a charity or like. In a a sense, it's not really a specific project, but it's like a community more and it's like a platform to sort of engage and inspire young women to be creative and empower them. Um, Because I guess what we're faced with a lot is that the, the main voice in like local creativity a lot of the time is male centric and it can be very intimidating and, um, just sort of like domineering that all the local bands who are getting attention are male. That's amazing. That's a uh, good good description of it. I don't even know if it's that it's so intimidating or domineering. I think because obviously all of us got involved in it. It's more because there's a lack of role models. There's a lack of thought that you can even do it. You know, it's not. Um, you know, it's not as though you feel like you actively are being held back. It's just the thought doesn't enter your brain that you can actually be in a band or write songs or go on tour or be a producer or any of that. And that's even something that I've. Uh, the only reason I actually got involved in bands and I was so musical beforehand was because Emer, who was also a girl, said, like, we should be in a band. And I just honestly hadn't thought about it before, even though all my friends were in bands and I loved music and I, like, really enjoyed it and really wanted to be a musician. Just that thought hadn't entered my mind. And I think that's just a lack of role models and there are less women in music and that's and other creative industries and that's fine. So we just wanted to create a platform where we could be, you know, look, we're doing this. If you want to get involved, we can help you out. And because we're doing it and being creative, you need a lot of emotional support anyway because it can get a bit crazy. Um, so it's just like a nice community, you know, try to be very friendly and open. And what's so. great about Wonder Villains, Beauty Sleep, Go Girl, um, Katie Goldie Fawn is that we are providing loads of great role models for young women now in Northern Ireland that yeah you can do it absolutely if anyone if any gender wants to be in a band and write songs you should just absolutely do it um, yeah but which is a weird thing to say because I always feel bad about promoting being a musician as a lifestyle choice because it's <laughs> hugely irresponsible but very very fun so yeah. go for it <laughs> well I mean there's the thing of you know being a musician and when does it turn from being sort of a hobby into a day job but even for people to be creative on their evenings or on their weekend it's so empowering to give yourself that voice um, to make the art that maybe y- you want to make whether that's in music or watercolours photography, Instagram, Snapchat, whatever that avenue might be. It's beautiful, yeah. 
<laughs> I'm going to get into watercolors as well now. <laughs> so if people want to check out Go Girl, how do they get involved? Um, similarly, we're on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. I think Go Girl Party is the official line that we've used for all our handles because we did the thing of not Googling Go Girl beforehand and it's also <laughs> a shiwi. So if you look up Go Girl, you get a shiwi, which is amazing and also open to sponsorships from them, by the way. But um, <laughs> no, um, but... Crucially, if you just message us on any of those accounts and you want to get involved more, we have an email account that's gogirlparty at gmail.com and we have a closed Facebook group um, that I think is called Something Girly because it wasn't, uh, we didn't have the name when we put the Facebook group up where we just kind of like share ideas or projects and we meet up fairly regularly and just try and get in touch with us. We're really open for more people to get in touch with us and we love having more friends and more creative buddies to do crazy stuff with. So just find us on social media and give us a message. So search Go Girl and if you see um, urinary yeah. products, don't, that, don't get put off. It's, it's fine. <laughs> just keep going. It's Go Girl Party or Go Girl Belfast. Belfast are the ones I think that you get. You do have an event coming up too, don't you? Do we have an event coming up? Oh, we do. Oh my goodness. Oh, I'm such a bad promoter. Okay. Yes, we do. As part of Women's Work Festival in the OES Centre, and Women's Work is another, uh, it's more women in music specifically in Northern Ireland, which Charlotte Dryden started up, and it's incredible that they're doing this whole big festival around International Women's Day in March in the OES Centre where they're getting panels and workshops for women and people to get involved in. Uh, Jessica Hopper is coming over, which I'm extremely excited about. She's speaking on the Sunday at 3pm, I think. And, and she's written for Pitchfork and yes, all these other amazing yes. venues. And she actually, she wrote a uh, an interview, or she not wrote an interview, she did an interview with Bjork the start of last year, which like genuinely made me cry about women in music and made me want to do stuff like Go Girls. So it, she's like, I can't wait to hear her speak. For us, Go Girl, we're doing workshops in like getting girls to just play, women to play instruments, uh, like beginner bass and drum and electric guitar workshops. And Amy, you're doing a bass workshop, are you? Yeah, me and Megan O'Kane. Oh, wow. Yeah. Have you got some good songs lined up to teach people? Not as yet, but <laughs> I will. Just teach them loads of beauty sleep songs. Yeah, that's oh, it. Yeah. Just loads of beauty sleep songs. Um, <laughs> but that's happening and there's so much going on. But you should check out the Women's Work Festival website or the OES Centre um, website. I think they're posting a lot of it. And it's all happening here. And it's going to be such a fun weekend. So you should definitely come down 5th and 6th of March in the OES Centre. It's a really exciting time. And I've been really pessimistic about local music for a little while we had a lot of bands who were, you know, breaking and doing amazing stuff, writing really, really good songs. And for good interest or for, for good reason, we were all really excited in them. Jennifer Fiasco, More Than Conquerors. And suddenly a load of energy got lost and venues started closing down. Bands started breaking up. And um, I'm not going to have a moment of silence for <laughs> the scene that I thought That's was so, so amazing. But uh, yeah. But but it was sad um, because for whatever reason, whether it was attendance or just people moving away, people getting older, changing their lifestyles or interests, that a lot of energy got lost in what was a scene perhaps built up in part by Alternative Ulster and shows on radio, uh, amazing live circuit where there was like maybe three or four gigs happening on the one night, uh, that that sort of slowed down a little bit and died out. But now... We're maybe moving in a slightly upward tick um, with bands like yourselves starting uh, new projects. 
What what do you see as the landscape right now for new artists? Um, it's so I think it's actually a really interesting time. Um, I mean, I'm definitely a byproduct of the you know the wave of those bands. Like, and so watch you from afar and channel fiasco and. And, uh, you know, that definitely made me want to live in this city. I mean, there's no way I would have done that if I didn't read Alternative Ulster, you know. So although people have been breaking up and venues have been closing, I think that's just that's just going to happen. You know, that'll happen for a million reasons as time goes on. And I think it's easy to be really like, oh, it's not the same and everything's changing and there's no bands. But, <laughs> but it's not the same and everything is changing. And there's no bands. <laughs> Back it, in it my is. day, it was amazing. <laughs> Old man yells at cloud. Yeah, yeah, it's like that, I guess. But uh, for me, definitely, you know, the whole Go Girl thing really revitalized what I sort of felt like was a sort of dying scene or something. Like I, I just, a lot of people I didn't know and maybe I just wasn't connecting with enough new people, but through even being a kind of a bystander of that I was like oh my god there are so many people that are just so driven and ambitious and like have real you know hopes and dreams and want to connect with other people and they were making art and music for what I consider to be all the most important reasons and I'm excited again and everyone I a lot of people I know are are sort of frittering away and working on things you know uh, behind the scenes and all that so I know it's it's coming and I think it's just maybe we've kind of had had a bit of a trough over the last year yeah. or two, but and that's natural with a small music scene, yes. obviously, to come in peaks and troughs. And I think that's fine, but it is a really great opportunity right now for people who do want to make music because there is a bit of a trough and there's a bit of space for new acts and for us to create the second wave or whatever and yeah. create our own uh, scene and what we want it to be. And that's really exciting. So now is the time to start making some noise and like going for it. Yeah, I mean, and if you you know are slightly younger, it definitely is about going to gigs and go to the OES Center. Uh, just just you know get involved and and things yeah. will happen. You know. Yeah, because there are some really class people here already. Like yeah. I was really raging. I really wanted to go to the Hot Cups and Catherine Phillips gig, and I missed it, and I was so annoyed. That was a great gig last yeah. Tuesday at Lavery's, um, a thinner throwdown, I believe they call it, and Hot Cops and Catherine Phillips, two of my favourite acts at the minute, um, well, along with yourselves and some other people like RoboCobra Quartet, who I'm wearing a T-shirt of. You right are now. <laughs> yeah. representing. Representing. I had my Fighting with Wire T-shirt on yesterday. God bless their souls. Oh, <laughs> you kind of been, you know, going from like a throwback to like hot and fresh kind of. Yeah, and you know, interesting, the typeface is pretty similar on both. <laughs> Northern Irish typefaces sticking through the peaks and the troughs. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this is it. The, I'm wearing this Fighting With Fire t-shirt last night, and that, that, that was really, they were on MTV2, and uh, that was all the energy. And I did get a little bit disheartened when places like Antiani's and the front page ceased to exist and Stick ceased in. to be those venues for bands to play. And I just felt so disheartened because part of the reason was I felt like where are the new bands going to play hmm. What are, where are their venues going to be because they were all the places where I first played in Belfast and like in the Island Centre in Lisburn where are the new bands going to play and what are they going to be like but actually I was worrying where worrying shouldn't have existed because the band, new bands are forming and they are playing and they're finding a way because new bands will always find a way and especially yeah. now we have online social media and bands can communicate with people are, are, are you are you finding bands other bands reaching out to you guys and maybe wanting to collaborate and put on shows and different things 
Ooh. We have like we noticed we've been followed by um you know certain bands on Instagram and and that, that Instagram, uh, ding, Instagram, ding, Instagram, ding. Instagram, <laughs> Instagram counter uh, that seem to share maybe similar uh, you know like interests and aesthetic I guess so I think that is still I mean that's only getting easier to do it isn't like being on MySpace and having to you know <laughs> HTML a friend request to somebody in Germany or whatever you know like that's like it's a for lot. like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> picture comment for picture comment. And, um, no, and we'd be really up for that. Actually, it'd be really fun to like collaboration is great. We love collaboration, and it'd be really fun. I actually saw a band last night that I really want to write a song with, but I'm not going to say their name out loud because I don't know how to pronounce it, and that would be embarrassing for me. <laughs> but if it right. does happen, know that this is this is where it was. Yeah. This us. is the this is the premiere of that information. <laughs> well, you can, if you actually say their name, we have no proof whatsoever. No, I can't because I'm going to say it wrong and it's going to be embarrassing and then they're not going to want to work with me. Okay, we'll leave you in the background okay. to do your stalking on Instagram yeah. or Facebook or Snapchat. If you're a band or... and I start to like all your photos, know that that's you that I mean. <laughs> it is the new way of, of yeah. networking and communicating. Um, it isn't all about just meeting after the show um, at the bar. But it is as well. It is but, also it, but also it is as well. Yeah, yeah there's... You can't. I guess you can't match that face face to face contact. Picture comment for picture comment. <laughs> <laughs> so, following the single launch, any immediate plans? Well, I guess it. Uh, in some ways, when we we decided to strike with a single, we didn't really know what we wanted to do next because we didn't know what was going to happen. We didn't know if anybody would care. We didn't know if uh, it would go well. If anyone would listen to it, if anyone would come to the gig, which we still don't know, but hopefully they will come to the gig. Please come to the gig. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I. Uh, I don't know. I think we're just in the next few weeks. We'll kind of get that plan together. I mean, we've been writing and recording. Um, it feels natural to us maybe to maybe we'll go somewhere, you know, somewhere weird, bring all our gear and record an EP. Maybe we'll reach out to other bands and try and play in like mainland UK or something. Maybe we'll try and get some festivals for the summer. Just I think it's all about the fun things that you want to do. We don't feel like we have to do anything. We're just only going to do things that are very, you know, stimulating and great great fun and rewarding yeah we're de- we're definitely uh riding away and want to be active doing playing shows and releasing stuff so we're, I think we're here to stay. I think it was a nice experience to release this song. So we've, we've decided we're going to stay. We, we like it here. The dipping the toe of the blog machine yeah. has uh, paid off. It's not too hot or too cold. Yeah. We'll, we'll maybe dive in after the single launch. And the actual, the gig is in Queen's Student Union in Bar Sub. Yes. And remind me the date of that. 26th of February. It's a Friday. It'll be so much fun. It's a Friday night. Well, I know that I'll be there and I'll be downloading the single legally. I think. <laughs> good, I think. Good. Uh, no, because I already have my illegal copy oh, that yeah, Ryan, you know, you know, just dropboxed me a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> so I'll be downloading it legally on the launch date, which is actually the 19th. So ahead of the single launch, you can actually download the track, The Dark. And actually, I think to finish off the show tonight, I want to play that in full yes. again. Yeah. Let's hear it for a second time. Double play. Beauty Sleep, uh, Amy, Shailene and Ryan, thank you so much for inviting me into your little office studio space. Thanks again for coming in. I hope to chat to you all soon on The Jewel Case. If you want to listen to any of The Jewel Case shows again, you can go to thejewelcase.johndarcy.com or find me on Twitter at underscore John Darcy. I just changed my handle. I had to consult Ryan to uh, find out what I should change it to. We actually, embarrassingly, we're going to go to a gig and uh, missed it because we spent too long in Boosham <laughs> in Belfast, you know, really talking out what John's new <laughs> Twitter or Instagram handle should be. It's, it's not a decision you can take lightly. <laughs> you go for one of the ones that didn't quite make the cuts.
Oh, I can't. There was there was John the Record or uh, John Cocktail, as in prawn cocktail. Uh, but they were all taken. They were all taken. Uh, so was the official one again? The, the official Twitter handle to contact me. And if you have an idea for a specific musical theme for the Jewel Case, because I do like doing a deep dive into a musical theme, uh, maybe bands that you first heard on a train in uh, the North Coast one time, uh, maybe bands that you fell in love with um, while you were trying to get to sleep one night. Uh, if you want to get in touch with a p- potential theme, tweet at underscore John Darcy. Great Twitter handle. Yeah. Thanks. Appreciate that. From the social media experts at Beauty Sleep, my new Twitter handle has been officially approved. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, and please check out Go Girl. Please check out Beauty Sleep. Uh, I'll see you at the single launch. And we'll play us out here with another airing of Beauty Sleep, The Dark. Night, night. Night, night.